0: You're listening to the B-Side Podcast on Brick Radio. If you like what you hear or think there's an artist or band we should have in studio, let us know in the comments. Otherwise, sit back, relax, tune in, and turn on. live once and when you're dead you're done so love a good time
1: Tuned into the classic rhythm and blues grooves of the Binky Grip Tight Orchestra. I would love to start by having you, Binky, introduce who's playing with you, and then save yourself for last. Ooh, yes. Okay.
2: So <laughs> well, this is Miss moist Paula Henderson Hi, on the baritone Moise. saxophone. <laughs> We've got Anand Pradhan on the uh, tenor saxophone. Yes. Saxophone family is well represented here. We got yes. Eric Calb on the drums. Hello. Mr. Art Bailey on the piano.
1: Yes. And wait right there for one second. We have something special for this introduction. You are known for so many things, but one of the classic things that is in your bio is the way that you have introduced some of the legendary artists of our time to the stage so that the audience knew that this was no regular deal yeah. or spiel.
0: Yeah. I
1: would love for you to introduce yourself that way. Throw in all the good stuff that we need to know. Like, and um, how awkward uh, is that? I know, but
0: it's,
1: uh... artists have to be sometimes their biggest fan and sometimes that's awkward, but I feel like you deserve this introduction that you've given to everyone else. Go for it, Vicky. No. <laughs> yeah. Please.
2: No. It's like it's like you it's like you, you just no, I, I you you just put in such a corner. I
1: know. It's
2: like I'm a jerk if I if I start bigging myself and up. And you're a jerk if you don't do it. Come on.
0: <laughs>
2: Ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> <Can't do it. laughs>
1: I don't want to torture you, Binky. No. Let me try. Can I yes, help you? Yes, please. All right. I'm, Ladies I'm, I'm and gentlemen, from all across the land, put your hands together for the illustrious, the incredible, the phenomenal, the innovative DJ, MC, producer, vocalist, musician, band leader, radio host, and a partridge in a pear tree. Give it up for Binky you. Grim ties.
2: You're hired. I am hired.
1: Yes. <laughs> this, you, this begins for you a very long time ago. But yeah. what really was a shining moment was when you were introduced to an artist named Lee Fields yeah, and you were about to go on stage with them for the first time and I believe Gabe Roth the mind behind dap tone records was like we can't yeah. just send him out there like that we have to send him out there with something big to match his talent and you volunteered yourself to do this now a lot of people know this story already some people yeah. don't so wanted to yeah. tell it but because you're so masterful in so many different ways i felt like how awesome would it be if you got the same introduction that you've given to well, so thank many you. People? yeah
2: and, and that's that's funny because that's kind of been like uh an issue with uh stepping away from the dap kings and doing my own thing mm-hmm. is like Okay, now I need like who's gonna introduce me and bring me to the stage, because that's the whole thing. Because it's like, with 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 Sharon and Lee and even uh and even like you know introducing Amy like on the road, it's not like they needed big introductions, but it does help. You get that extra boost from the audience to tell them like you know give them some extra love when they walk out on stage. You know? And they were big. And yeah, sometimes yeah.
1: audiences, especially Brooklyn audiences, we're so used to just having access to so much stuff. We're like, eh, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? But yeah,
2: y- exactly. you
1: really were like, no, what you're about to witness is big. And I yeah. want to say that about you. <laughs> you have this awesome name, Binky Tight, yeah. which is a classic name for the music that you're playing, yeah. um, inspired by 40s rhythm and blues and soul. Let's go back this- to eight-year-old. Binky, whatever the name was, whatever was happened, yeah. what were you thinking as a young person that you would become? What was the moment for you that said this is the path that I'm on?
2: Um, Cosmic slop by Funkadelic. Okay. I just really wanted to be th- that. At eight years old. Seven, I think it was when it came out. Uh, um, cause yeah, cause I'm I'm old. I like to think I'm older <laughs> than I look. Um, you still
1: gotta go. It's yeah, you cool.
2: <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I was like I was like. Seven in '72, so it's like I, I was lucky I have like older brothers and sisters, so I had like a lot of this music that you know people go, but like I, I heard it when it was on the radio. Mm.
1: Do you remember where you were the first time you heard that song?
2: I, I, I remember oh, being in my living room, like, you know, the house that we had at that time mm-hmm. and uh, just, like, dancing around with my sisters, like, just singing Cosmic Slop. The words are completely inappropriate uh-huh. for a seven-year-old or nine-year-old, just, like, mm-hmm. he's talking about, like, he's, like, crying about how his mom has to turn tricks to support the family. Okay. I, like, kind of, sort of knew what it was saying, but I kind of didn't fully get it. And the pictures on the cover, it's like we can't even talk about the drawings on the cover. Right. But, um, but yeah, I just really wanted to be Bootsy for, for, from a very early age and still kind of do. Mm-hmm. Um, so and we he, him I haven't met or worked with yet.
1: No, okay, so mm-hmm. good. that We still need you here. Yeah, definitely. There's something definitely. to check off on the list. Yeah, um, but
2: I just knew um, at a very early age that I was not meant to have a day job.
1: Music and art, they are jobs. They are work. Job, definitely, and I think by the time definitely. the audience sees you all up here, all fly and beautiful and swagged out, and that sweaty. you know, a lot of times people forget the journey yeah. that it takes to definitely. get up there. Yeah. And
2: They're like, oh yeah, natural talent. It's no. Like, no, well, I worked for this.
1: Let's, let's fast forward through some of the years of work. Eight years old, or seven years old, we had that moment boots, <laughs> Bootsy. And then, how old were you? Where were you? Where Binky Grip Tight materialized, and you were like, I'm not dreaming of this anymore, I'm doing this.
2: Um, let's see, the, the, the sh- shorter version. Uh, you know, I'd moved to New York. I'm, I'm born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, always, you know, knew, you know, like I said, at an early age, I knew that I wanted to be in show business and wanted right, to you know, move on to something larger. And it's just not like a realistic dream or goal in the Midwest, at least it doesn't feel so much like it. Uh, But it took me a long time before I moved to New York, but I did finally move here. You know, I was in my middle, late 20s. Okay. Um, And the name came to
1: you and you were like... Yeah, it's like,
2: well, I was like, when I met Gabe, uh, you know, one of the founders of Daptone Records, they had set this precedent of um, just having like sort of wacky stage names, wacky fake names, I guess because they did a fake Afro-funk record, a soundtrack, it was a fake soundtrack to a, to a film that didn't exist. Okay. And it was an Afro-funk band, and, uh, and it was just like you know, a bunch of white kids from NYU that just like, had all these made up Nigerian names. Okay. Supplied by Tunde from TV on the radio,
0: Interesting, actually,
2: okay. Because they're just like, Tunde, like, give us some names with some yeah. of your classmates. And he just like, starts rattling off all these Nigerian names. And uh, it's, I, I wish I could repeat some of them now. And uh, so they had that precedent. So when I, when I sort of hooked up with that crew, I was like, okay, I need a you know, goofy stage name.
1: Minneapolis, made your way to New York where you met Gabe Roth of uh, yes. Tone Records, who introduced you to Lee Fields, American Soul Singer, and who put his first record out in 1969 and is still performing today. Still killing it. Killing it today. And then ultimately met, uh, became part of the Dap Kings, uh, known as Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings.
2: You know, my role in the Dap Kings. Um, you know, a lot of people assume that I'm the leader of the band, but I'm actually not. Um, you know, because I have like a dominant presence in the, in the stage show as, as the MC, but I'm not the leader of the band. Gabe is the leader of the band. So, you know, to get my artistic jollies or whatever, it's like, you know, of course, you know, I want to start a band on the side. Um, and it's, kinda, I mean, I've tried it, but it's like it's goofy for me to start another soul band because I'm already in the Dap Kings. So, uh-huh. why would I want to be in the second best? soul band, and, you know what I mean? That, that's, that's, Shout out like, to the
1: Dab Kings on that one. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, it's
2: like it doesn't make sense to me. So, so you know, and, and, uh, but I do like other types of music and, and you know, some of the, a lot of, I, I have like really varied taste in music, but there's certain things that, you know, I maybe feel like maybe I've grown out of that, like, wouldn't be that cute for a, a man at this point in my life to go out and do. It's like, I mean, I do love me some Van Halen, but mm-hmm. I don't know how many people want to see me play that. But I like this. mute. This is like I feel like I could I I can sail into my old age playing like some jazzy tunes and just like chilling and playing blues. I mean, I love playing blues. You feel old? No, not yet. But I mean, in 20 years, I will be. So I'm setting (laughs) myself up. So we
1: have time to get to that part of the conversation.
2: Because it takes like 10 years to be an overnight sensation anyway. So, you know, I'm looking forward Mm -hmm. towards, you know. Whatever, like the fourth act of my career.
1: Yeah, Sharon Jones once said that she was nervous that after you played with Lee, that you would want to stay with Lee and doing what Lee was doing. But oh, yeah. um, you kind of managed to morph into uh, the Dap Kings. And I really want to talk a lot about the Binky Grip Tight Orchestra and what is next, um, because you know moving forward is such a big part of yeah. what artists have to do. But we can't go any further really at this point without talking about the moment where Binky and Sharon and the Dap Kings came together to create this unheard of, you not only played with people who are great, but you played with people who defied everything that the industry was trying to tell yeah. artists.
2: You know, what I what I learned ultimately, because um, like when I was younger in, in Milwaukee and, and Minneapolis is, is um, just I nev- every time I joined a band just because I thought they were gonna make it, like those bands never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. and when I joined the the Dab Kings I was positive that we were not gonna make it.
1: From jump. You were positive you were not gonna make it. Yes. Okay, tell us why. This is important. Because
2: it was just so out of step with the with the mainstream trends. And sonically. Sonically, just everything. Everything. Sonically, stylistically, we're just like like our idea of fun was just going out and playing old James like if you'd be lucky if you recognized one of the James Brown tunes, we'd play like completely obscure covers you know, from the Funk 45 scene. Mm-hmm. So, and, and a lot of times we'd play some cover and people would think it was ours. But, but yeah, we were, we were just like completely bucking the trends. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you know, the lesson from that, and you know, I'll send it out to all artists or creative people, is that you just have to do what you love and wait for everybody else to catch up to you.
1: Do what you love and wait for everybody else to go. Yeah, you, I you mean, can't chase the trends because, like I yes. said, it takes 10
2: years to be an right. uh, overnight sensation. Right. So, if, like, anybody that's starting out now and wants to jump on some trend that's on the radio. It's
1: already going to be over by the time they... Exactly. Yeah. So just
2: do what you love and right. just wait for it to come back And around. I think
1: that this is a big message in the world right now. If we're seeing a lot of, like, really big things happen with people who are not necessarily considered the... the, the 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 teeny boppers that are supposed to be moving yeah. and shaking, you know, Ava DuVernay didn't pick up a camera until she was in her mid to mm-hmm. late thirties. Yeah.
2: Um, Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. You know, and the yeah. list is just
1: going on and yeah. on and on. I think it's really inspiring to people, so I want to draw attention to that. But also, yeah. Sharon Jones was forty years old mm-hmm. when she put out her first, got you yeah. know, got recognized for her first yeah. song with the Dap King. So yeah, the
2: first uh, Dap Dipping.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and and that's it. That's it. Like it, it's a. Uh,
1: you think, do you think, for people who say that was a fluke, you know, that's really not gonna happen again, what would you say to that?
2: Um, it'll happen when somebody makes it happen. You know, it's like, you, it, it, it takes, uh, you know, the artists have to persevere. You know, you gotta do a lot of $50 gigs and whatever, and, and just like, and that's why I say, it, it, it take, you have to do it for the love, because if you're in it for the money, like, there won't be any money at first. Mm-hmm. And if you're just in it because you think it, it's gonna be a lottery ticket, or something's like you're better off just buying lottery tickets. Mm-hmm. But you know you have to do it because you enjoy doing it, and just like sort of build it into something. Um, and you know that's what we what we did. So I mean, with Sharon is a special case because so many people connected with her, um, and even more than than we realized as it was happening. It's like we, you know, we didn't notice how big it was until you know the tragedy happened. But um, Well, we know this,
1: and we do wanna take a quick moment of reflection to honor Sharon Jones, who left a huge mark before transitioning, so I feel like there's no stone unturned um, with that presence. Tomorrow would've been her birthday. And tomorrow would've been her birthday, so how serendipitous is this to be? We're Mm -hmm. really honored now to have you all here. And the waves that you are gonna make by reminding people, of music that people really used to enjoy and love during a very tumultuous and intensely segregated time mm-hmm. in America. Yeah. Give it up one more time for the dinky, grit tight orchestra. The next song is called
0: Straight okay. Oh, yeah.
1: the Binky Grip Tight Orchestra, I'm convinced that musicians, real musicians at the heart and at the core are time travelers. Mm-hmm. What I love about blues is that blues had these really amazing, very intimate portraits of particularly women. These mm-hmm. larger-than-life women don't know their name, but they mm-hmm. can tell you where to go and how to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they broke people's hearts. They made people laugh. They. Were markers of a generation. Mm -hmm. What have you learned about soul and what have you learned about the soul of a woman?
0: woman? Well,
2: about uh, soul music in in particular, I mean, there's a. It's hard to really define soul music because it it really comes from. I mean, you can quantify certain things and say, oh, yeah, soul music tends to have this type of beat and these types of tempos, and it happened in these places Mm -hmm. during these years. But, um, The truth is, you know, if you take a broader view of it, any music can be, all music really should be soul music if it's played properly, you know, Mm -hmm. and and it's the difference between, um, you know, like I complained, you know, with with other musicians about like, you know, other scenes that we've been in, you know, it's like it's what you want is a band of people playing together, then that's soul music, but sometimes you just have people Playing at the same time, not really playing together, mm-hmm. and it's not. Then it's not soul music. It's not music at all. Mm-hmm. So even if something like fits the description of soul music, if it's not played properly, then it's still not soul music. But you know, I could I could name you five rock bands that I consider soul bands
1: because you, where you feel yeah, where they're coming from in the yeah mm-hmm. yeah.
2: So so there's that. As far as you know, and what I've learned about the soul of a woman, uh, that's a never-ending this. <laughs> Go for it. And, you know, like and, that's, know. And, and thank God for that. But, you know, um, the soul of that woman, whew, um, like I said, well, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's really weird. It, it, it's it, I'm still trying to come to terms with a lot of it just because, because like I said, the whole all the years that we were just on the road, we we're so busy just being on the road and just living our lives or whatever. It's like, and, and record sales are deceptive because we never had like any like big million selling record. Um, so the, the record sales, it's like it's, you're, not, you're not really clear on like, how many actual listeners you have. Mm-hmm. Well, finish a your
1: thought about the solo one. We don't want you to cheat away from that question. Oh, no, that's definitely okay. what I was are doing. You in the, okay, good.
2: Uh, that's one thing I learned from Sharon, too. It's like you ask her any question, she'll just tell you any answer that she wants to give you. So it's like whether they're directly related, <laughs> okay, doesn't matter. Uh, but um, how long is this show?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Enough for a soundbite.
2: <laughs> oh, the soul of a woman is deep. It's deep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I said, thank God for them. We have nothing without women.
1: And and Sharon Jones is a, a good answer, by yeah. the way. <laughs> but Sharon Jones, I think, is probably one of the greatest teachers. Yeah, yeah. Of, of that, for so many reasons. Yeah. Um,
2: I'm really lucky. Also, just like with my career in music, it, it's like all the high points and all the biggest and best people I've yeah. worked with have been women.
1: Yeah, you say that the key to your success, your success was um, standing next to great singers, yes. many of whom have been really great women yeah. of many generations. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's name drop a few of them. We have um, Amy Winehouse.
2: Amy Winehouse, the first big session I ever did was for Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson, um, yes. Uh, it wasn't one of the best songs, but it doesn't matter, I was in the same room Right, we Jackson. don't care about um, that. Yeah. Um, Sharon, um, i uh, had a little bit of work with Mavis, mm-hmm. Staples, that's great, uh, did a Beyoncé session that kind of maybe didn't really happen okay. since I don't have a check to prove it. Checked, oh. But um,
1: Beyoncé sweat is actually worth a lot, so if any of it happened to be in your vicinity you might be able, able to cash that in for anything. No, okay, no, well, we, we had a
2: little handshake. But, <laughs>
1: okay, uh, well that's because,
2: close. <laughs> and, you know, and honestly, you know, we spent so many years with Sharon, that was like really like 20 mm-hmm. years Part of my life so like there wasn't a lot of
0: side chicks at that mm-hmm. time. So we're playing with
2: the uh, the micronized version of the, the binky grip that orchestra tonight. Normally we do have a full band with the upright bass player. Uh, at least one more horn. Right on. And more drums.
1: Yeah, well shout out to the versatility of musicians. Um, I want you to finish this sentence for me. We're going to do a little bit of a lightning round because we want to try to get as many Uh uh, things in here as we can before we're out of time. First thing is, if I was not doing this, I would be...
2: Crazy.
1: You mean like on a street corner somewhere? Yeah. You think you'd be a busker, like singing for money in this? this Oh, you mean
2: well. I was just thinking, like if I was outside of music altogether, yes. If I was just like outside of me, I would be like I couldn't imagine like what stands for normal life these days. Okay. Like I feel so disconnected from. I mean, anytime I do like watch the TV or whatever, Mm -hmm. it's like I don't. I got to see the stuff that gets other people wound up that doesn't get me wound up, and like I'm really glad.
1: Yeah. Well, then we're glad that, too that, that we that. found each other. Um, <laughs> so speaking like, of <laughs> finding each other, does your guitar have a name?
2: No. Uh, a couple of them do. This one doesn't. It's tough to force it. They kind of have to name themselves. Oh, okay. And I have a lot of them, so it's like I just can't. Like I'm not just like forcing right. 45 names on different. Do
1: you have a guitar that does have a name? And if so, what is that that name?
2: Um, now I'm blanking on everything. I got, you well. Know, Spanky's been with me for a little while. Uh, but Spanky
1: and Binky, that yes. sounds good. We'll <laughs> leave know? it there, okay. Yeah, um, but you know,
2: I learned, I learned the hard way. I, I don't, I, I can't, like, name, um, yeah, like I named the guitar after a wife and I got divorced and I had yeah, to sell the guitar that I might missed not. the guitar. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so take that, <laughs> however you may. <laughs> yeah. um, let's talk about, uh, let's go back into a conversation around money. What, there are moments in every musician's career where it's one extreme or another, when yeah. it's like you have zero dollars, yeah. and when you have maybe a few dollars flowing in consistently. Yeah. In those moments when it has been harsh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: how did you survive?
2: Um, beans.
1: Beans, okay and good, give um, us the rest of the, the, the musician. Bartending. Bartending. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Um, I was a bike messenger for a little while. Right. Uh, what was the
1: most recent non-music related thing you did to Stay Afloat if you wanted um,
2: to share? Probably bartending, bartending. Being the most recent, and, DJing. and I mean, DJing, but that's still like music, right. but um...
1: You also are a radio host. For W F U V Radio yes. and the show is called Boogie Downs. You can the hear it Saturday boogie, boogie the Boogie Down. down. You yes. can hear it Saturdays, eight to eleven p.m. Deciding to do radio, which is not far fetched from this. But how much of that? Let's. I also want to talk about death and transition, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the brighter side of death is that it really is just a transition from one state to another. Yeah. But you've played with people who are phenomenal. Who people were, they were so good that people felt like they'd be around forever. Mm-hmm. What was the moment like when outside of the obvious hard? Because they're your friends as well, mm-hmm. Amy Whitehouse and Sharon Jones. What advice did you ha- do you give? Like, how did you get through that? Those periods of time.
2: I don't know. It, it's weird. I mean, like, like with with those two, just like, um, and you know, particularly with Sharon, because we spent so many years and and hours and just like everything together. Um, you know, just like to think of her as like this person I know that's my friend, but then like she's like much huger than I realize, In public the... figure. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. and so that's really still just sinking in. Just as I hear people, mm-hmm. you know, talking about her. Like I was just I was at South by Southwest a few weeks ago with Diva, and uh, I was just like at a bar, I was talking to a woman there. I just mentioned that I was in the Dab Kings and Sharon Jones and Dab Kings, and she just started sobbing.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, as soon as I was just like, oh, she's like had to give me hugs and stuff. You know, just yeah. like, and that's like, you know, that that's to know that like my friend has that all over the world.
0: Yeah. I got a gal that's always late Anytime we have a date But I love her But I gotta have her I'm gonna walk right up to her gate Just to see if I can get it straight Cause I want her I'm gonna ask her
1: For, for now but huge thank you to the illustrious Binky Grip tight Orchestra for sharing their time and wonderful talents with us for immortalizing great music and hopefully we can do that favor for you as well thank all of you for tuning in to rewatch this and all past episodes head on over to youtube.com slash tv and look for the b-side playlist or you can listen to the podcast version at soundcloud.com slash B-Side Podcast. I am your host, Queen God Is, saying please don't be an asshole. Be good to yourselves and to each other. We love you, Brooklyn. Till next time.
0: The B-Side Podcast is produced by Charlie Hoxie, Keisha Alon Cole, Roe Johnson, and Sasha Matthias. Recorded by O'Neal Moulet and edited by Emily Bogosian. For more information on B-Side and all Brick Radio podcasts, visit brickartsmedia.org slash radio.